0: Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's Hard-Hitting Axis Arrows. Learn more about Easton's cutting-edge and fused carbon arrow technology today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Byrd.
1: All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and uh, we've got a great show for you today. If you are a hardcore bowhunter, and you love uh, products that are designed uh, to work for you in the field, in the real world where, where the rubber meets the road and the tags are filled, uh, you're going to love uh, the guests that we have today. I've got Pete Crawford on the line. Pete is the president of Elite Archery and uh, a hardcore bow hunter himself and just uh, somebody who shares our passion for this great sport. Pete, thanks so much for taking some time to be with me today.
0: Well, I'm glad to be here.
1: Pete, you guys uh, at Elite Archery have really made a splash, I would say, over the last several years. That elite name uh, is really becoming a lot more well-known all the time, and, and I've heard a lot of very positive buzz amongst uh, hunters and shooters about your equipment. I've had a chance to shoot your bows the last several years at the ATA show and I've been very impressed with them as well. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about the Elite brand. You guys have been around I guess in some way shape or form since 2005 but the current group uh, including yourself has really been running the show I guess for the last several years and you've made a lot of progress in that time.
0: Well, we definitely have, and the reason why the acquisition of Elite uh, that started basically in 2008 and concluded in January of 2009 where we were able to get the deal done, the reason we were interested initially was it was a great bow. And it wasn't just a great cam system, because that's a very important part of it, but the whole thing, the look, the feel, everything about it, actually how simply designed it was, which, you know, obviously leads to less problems in the field. But we were impressed with the fit, finish, quality, and the cam system that was on the bow. And we knew, because they were spending $0 in marketing telling anybody about it, that we could affect a positive change with a great product by doing some marketing.
1: Mm-hmm. Where did the, uh, obviously, with a name like Elite, I mean... Sometimes maybe a, a name doesn't mean all that much, but I think in your case it means a lot. I mean, the name kind of says it all. You guys are <laughs> designing products that are kind of aimed at the the top uh, of the pyramid when it comes to quality and performance and the kind of people that are going to seek those kind of products out.
0: And that's really the, you know, it's nice to have a company name that's almost like a mission statement. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives us a, a target you know, every bow we make, everyone who works for us, you know, you're you're working under the elite flag. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to care. You know, it's not, I'm not saying other bow, bow companies don't, but our name kind of forces us to, yeah. which, which I think is great. And it also fits our, I guess, our style of bow hunting. I mean, I'm interested in other high-end products that we don't make. You know, I use... Swarovski binoculars, for example. I mean, those are high-end brands that perform in the field that we want to be associated with, and that's how we're building this brand and any of the other brands that we may acquire over the next few years.
1: Now, talk to me a little bit about how yourself and the other uh, people in the ownership group of Elite, like you said, uh, I mean, Elite I guess, got started in '05. You guys kind of took over in January of 2009. So this product was out there for several years. Obviously, it was a high-end product. But, you know, when I, as as somebody who's in the industry, but, you know, on the media side as opposed to the manufacturing side, of course, you know, I go to the ATA show every year, and, and there's always some new companies, you know, jumping into the marketplace. And a lot of times, they have really interesting ideas and good products but I think to myself man you know the the cost of entry especially into the bow market is so high from a from a, a marketing standpoint as you had mentioned you know elite prior to your involvement really wasn't doing any marketing and I look at the landscape and I'm like you've got the big boys out there you know the Matthews, the Hoyts, the PSEs of the world and that's almost like you know that's Coke and Pepsi and Sprite and you know even if you have a great product it's just so tough to break into this. When you guys were thinking about making this acquisition what was it about Elite you know that made you think you know it's going to be maybe a a, a tough uphill battle and we know, you know, we've got to really carve our niche, but what gave you the confidence to, you know, and what was your plan to kind of try and go in and, and bring that elite name into play and get on a equal footing, you know, with all these other folks that were already in the space?
0: Well, I think, you know, it starts off right away by understanding that there's going to have to be a commitment to letting people know and taking care of dealers and making sure that the end consumer who gets the bow is taken care of. Um, So right away, I mean, if you start off saying, you know, I'm only going to need $50 to get this thing going, you're doomed. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to have an actual business plan that incorporates essentially starting off at a loss to make sure that you can get the message out. And, and that's kind of what we did on top of the fact that the economy basically crashed as we were closing Mm-hmm. Um has made it harder to get the you know the bow sales you might have gotten had it been five years ago when everything was booming, but at the bottom of at the bottom of the whole thing is a that we're committed to making the best product, and b I think we do have it. so when we do take those things and tell people about them when people buy our bows. We have an incredibly high customer satisfaction rate, mm-hmm. and those people go tell other people, and it continues to snowball. We've had really great growth through the whole process that we, during the time we've had it, and right now with the answer, our new bow,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's a whole different ballgame for us. And it, and it comes from having a great product first and taking care of the customer just as, as, as that being just as important. We, we have... We have a a lifetime transferable warranty on our bows, so whoever owns an Elite bow is covered
2: mm-hmm.
0: with our warranty. Mm-hmm. And then we have a hunt guarantee where if you go on a hunt, something happens to your bow, even by your outfitter or your friend or whatever, we will overnight at our expense a bow set up so you can finish your hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it just we did some things early on that reflected our personality as. Hey, if you buy an elite bow you're instantly our friend, yeah, and we would loan a bow to a friend you would I would, and that 's how we treat everyone who buys an elite bow
1: let's talk a little bit more about the elite bows obviously you uh you talked about the answer and 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 i 'll just throw in a, a shameless plug for the magazine while we 're at it we we've got <laughs> the answer scheduled for a bow review uh... here coming up in our uh... june issue so uh, people can be stay tuned for that and we'll have more details on the answer. But tell me a little bit about the answer and also, you know, what is the sort of the signature of, of an elite bow? You know, where do you guys see yourselves in terms of is it the cam system? Is it the feel of your bows? What what are you guys trying to kind of nail down when you when you think about, okay, this is what we want our bows to be about.
0: Okay. Well, before I get into the answer, because I think your second question there kind of precedes leads into the first. Sure. Yeah, it leads into why we did the answer. But as a company, we have a really great cam system that's extremely efficient. So what we're able to do is make a bow that feels great to draw and shoot with with what we call you know low holding weight. We call the area in the back where you get the, you're holding the string back as a dwell area, where you actually feel like you could just aim,
2: mm-hmm. like
0: the bow isn't trying to jerk itself out of your hand. Yeah. So we're able to create bows and design bows that have that dwell, that don't force you to hold draw weight if it's sixty, seventy pounds mm-hmm. all the way to the back by your ear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let me you know, let me interrupt you for a second on that too, Pete. For for you know to really hammer home what what Pete is saying I actually you know tried this answer bow at the ATA show this year we were I was talking with Pete and and some other folks from Elite at at the booth and they were talking about this duel and I said let me try that and it's it's unbelievable I mean what he's really talking about here is a valley that is so you know deep you get that bow back to full draw and I mean it was to the point that I I said jokingly, but it's like, it really felt that way. Like when I had that bow at full draw, it was so easy to hold there. I felt like I, if I let the string go, it was literally just going to sit there and like wait for me to eat a ham sandwich. And then I could put like my fingers back on there and finish the shot. It, it was crazy. So that dwell is really cool, Pete.
0: And, and it becomes, you know, it's a hunting thing. You, you, you can draw back on an animal and be forced to, hold for a long time, our bows let you do that. Our bows let you let down without jerking and flying an arrow off the rest. Mm -hmm. You know, so the the whole feel and everything that we're trying to do with Elite as a bow company is to make great bows that hunt, that are enjoyable to shoot, you know, that people just love picking up, going in the backyard and shooting three hundred arrows and not being exhausted. Mm -hmm. But still with competitive efficiencies and speeds. You know, one of the things that we also pride ourselves on is we're very truthful. Our draw lengths are, you know, within an eighth on every draw length. Our speeds are what they we say they are. Most people get the speeds we claim right with a loaded string, with a peep and a loop on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also one of the only companies, and I think the only one that I know of, that post speeds for every draw length because of our cam system we're as efficient at 27 inches as we are at 30 or 29 or 28 so the guy who has a shorter draw isn't being punished for being short draw with our boat
1: and is there uh is there sort of an overall name that you have for the cam system or technology that is sort of your base platform as you develop for these individual models
0: yeah, it's a it's a two-track binary cam system,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the two cams are, are slaved together, and when they're timed with today's string materials, they stay in time, they perform well, you know, for years. It's not like you have to constantly mess with them,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: is another important thing if you're shooting a lot or traveling to hunt or even just hunting in the backyard and you only have the weekends. You don't want to be messing with your bows. It's one of the things that dealers love about our bows they sell our bows and the guy just comes back and says i love my bow he doesn't keep coming back for peep rotation or cam cams going out of sync or you know it's really important to us to make a great simple platform that works for everybody and that they just totally enjoy the shooting experience
1: yeah you know we we could
0: squeeze we could squeeze more speed out of it
1: uh uh-huh
0: and make it unfriendly to shoot and it's just not worth it
1: well you yeah you talked about that the shooting experience and that's a, that's actually another area uh, kinda separates uh... elite from some of the other options that are out there in terms of the customization that you can take uh, like i'm just noticing um... I don't know if you guys did this in the past, but this year with the answer bow, you actually have an option of two different modules that you can put on the bow. You, you call one the, the smooth mod and the other one the speed mod, and you get an extra 10 feet per second. So the IBO, the IBO rating on that on that answer with the smooth mod is 330, and with the speed mod, it's 340. So people can, you know, if they go into a pro shop, they can probably try out both and, and mm-hmm. pick, pick the one that appeals most to them.
0: Yeah, and we ship we don't ship any bows with a speed mod. You you buy that as a as an upgrade I guess or something you want to play with like like saddlebags on a Harley. Okay. We want to make sure we ship every bow with the smooth mod because that's the direction of the company. Mm-hmm. But we had enough people asking and we listened very closely to our customers. We had enough people asking for a little bit more speed. Some of the guys that shoot three D, the speed mod has you hold weight longer. That's how you get speed. And it shortens that dwell area in the back. It's not jumpy like some other cams, but it's shorter. Mm-hmm. So they shoot back tension against it or, you know, they just like to feel the bow pull back against them a little bit when they shoot. They feel it makes them more accurate. You know, it gives them an option to play with. Mm-hmm. You know, the vast majority of the feedback has been, hey, I just love the smooth mods. You know, it's not the extra few feet per second is not isn't that important to me. But we wanted to make sure that we provided a, an answer, if you will, to the question of, can you make a go faster? Well, yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing we did was we provided a grip option. We've grown big enough now that everybody really loved the Elite Grip. And it's kind of interesting because it was like 100% positive feedback on the Elite Grip, and I didn't personally love it. So... We went a couple years, I shot it that way. In fact, I shot a couple aftermarket grips from some of the good grip manufacturers in the industry. And this year, we finally came up with our own grip option. So, you know, again, still the vast majority of people love our grip, but they were, you know, now we're selling off bows to feel like, well, you know, I'd like a little flatter surface or I'd like, you know, a little bit more of a, a rubberized feel because I hunt in the cold. And we provided that. And that's kind of what we do as a company is, is listen if there's enough chatter from people, we we make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah, and that, you know that kind of brings me back, Christian, to the the reason for the answer and how we came out with it. You know, everybody is loving last year's hunter and pure.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: pure was a 36 inch axle to axle bow, which is still on the line, and the hunter, which is still on the line, was 31 and a half. So it was a shorter shorter axle to axle hunting bow, mm-hmm. and so we came up with a bow that was in the middle. And the reason we did that was because as soon as we launched, we had four new bows launched last year. We wanted to get started on a new, a new platform and, and go forward. Mm-hmm. And immediately people started saying, hey, I want a 33 inch axle-to-axle, 7-inch axle, brace-height bow that shoots somewhere between 330 feet per second and 340 feet per second. And we wrestled around with a name for a long time, and, and, and then we came up with the answer. Because that's what it that's what this bow has been. It has been the bow that we missed last year in our lineup. We were able to smooth the cams out more in the back
2: mm-hmm.
0: put a put a tiny bit more weight up front where it's easier for people to draw it mm-hmm. and they basically were able to get to that three thirty with a really really easy bow to shoot, but it points and aims like the longer pure so it seems to be the perfect combination of both bows and our sales indicate that the customers think so too.
1: Yeah. It uh it was it's a very very uh impressive bow and you know another thing about your bows and I don't think that, you know, at least objectively We shouldn't necessarily rank this, you know, at the top of the list, but it definitely matters. It matters to me, and I think it matters to most people. Your bow's look really attractive and I know that there's other bows out there that have great performance and feel good and are are fun to shoot but they Mm -hmm. just don't look as good and heck I mean all things being equal (laughs) I like to have a bow that looks kind of cool and your bows from the the fit and finish standpoint to to even the way that you do your your camoing process you know I don't know what you guys do whether it's a dip or what you can tell me a little bit more about it but it just seems like even the finish on your bows is a little more lustrous than some of the competition and i'm not quite sure how you accomplish that
0: well i think it starts right at the very beginning i mean to have a a great accurate shooting bow all the components have to be made right everything because you have basically stacked tolerances
2: mm-hmm. you have
0: a riser that goes to a pocket a pocket that goes to a limb a limb that goes to an axle an axle that goes to a cam and if somewhere in that process that breaks down the mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. the bow is never going to perform to its highest level and in the end every bow and it doesn't matter who makes it is still has hand tuning you have a set of handmade strings and cables or machine made but they're still you know made to some spec, but they're not a solid piece of aluminum that you can make to the exact same spec every time. So in the end, it takes a little personal finesse. So through the whole process, right from the very beginning, we spend more time in machining than most other companies. We make sure we put radiuses on every edge all through the cam. We do want it to look nice. It doesn't have to just be a utilitarian functional piece of equipment. It can look nice. And, and $800 is a lot of money to a lot of people, including myself. So I can put myself in that situation and go, you know, I want a bow that looks nice that somebody cared about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then we decorate it with color fusion, which is they wrap the, the product in like a, a cloth and the camo sublimates into powder coat. Okay. So it's extremely durable. It, can't, it, it takes a lot to chip it or break it. I mean, basically, you ruin your bow to knock the finish off of it. Mm -hmm. So, again, a hunting hunting style, a hunting way of of doing decoration so that you're not scratching and beating up your your beautiful bow after you bought it, even though you're still using it. And then all the way to where we assemble the bows, we shoot them, we double-check the timing, shoot them again, Put them in a box and send them out, you know, with a hat and a decal, and make sure everything the bow is right when it's in the box. You know, it's not just thrown together, dropped in a box. It's shot, it's tuned on a draw board where we draw the bow back, make sure it's timed, shoot it to set the strings and cables, and then double check the timing, make a final adjustment, and then ship it. So it's it, there's a care. A hand holding that basically goes along with the bow mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Everything is made within 20 minutes of us here in Upstate New York, so the local economy is benefiting from Elite, mm-hmm. the local machine shops and screw machine shops. So it's been a it's been a really cool project, and it's really nice to send out a bow that we're so proud of.
1: So you guys are assembling all your bows right right there uh, in New York, and and you've got mm-hmm. local uh, bow hunters, uh, working for you and and doing that.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Absolutely. That's cool. That's always a kind of a big deal nowadays with the way that everything has gone. And, uh, I guess economically and politically, you know, it's good to know mm-hmm. that there's still, you know, companies in, in the hunting industry that are, that are doing things in, in the USA. So
0: that's, I, I would say most of the bow companies are.
1: Yeah, bow, um, bow companies for sure. Accessories yeah. gets dicey, you know. Yeah, yeah. For
0: sure.
1: <laughs> you know, well, every... and
0: that, you know that brings you know, we recently acquired Scott Archery, and that's one hundred percent made in the USA too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's jump over to that because uh, I, I guess you know, from from an outside perspective, just uh, on you know my my knowledge of Elite, it seems like that's in keeping with sort of the philosophy of what you guys are trying to do in that Scott. Uh, has been around for, Mm -hmm. you know, longer than Elite, I guess, and and they've had a reputation for really high-end archery accessories for a while now. So, Mm -hmm. how did that come together, and, and, you know, why did it make sense to you guys, and what do you see, you know, going forward with the Scott brand?
0: Well, in part, it made sense because everybody here was using Scott releases and CBE sites. Mm -hmm. You know, we like to have the sights that we can dial in and practice at long range. It makes those closer-in shots a lot easier. And we like the quality and the high-end brand that both Scott and CBE represent. Um, the family was in a, a position where they were ready to, to move forward. Um, the founder, Bill Scott, passed away about 11 or 12 years ago, and they'd done a great job keeping the brand going. But, you know, they hadn't done... Much in the way of marketing, they really didn't have to do a lot because they were growing in a healthy way every year mm-hmm. and it just fit exactly what we're doing you know and and our philosophy and they currently are taking care of customers the same way we do, so it's a pretty easy transition overall into you know it's not like a culture shock where you know one company takes care of a customer and the other one doesn't there's mm-hmm. just it's just, it should be, I mean, it's still, everything's work. Nothing's as easy as it appears on the surface, but it's it's nice that the people that work there, the people that ran it before totally cared about quality, totally took care of the customer, and we're exactly the same way. So to most people, it, they probably won't notice a difference other than starting to see, you know, a little bit more advertising, a little bit more, you know, a few more people shooting openly shooting scott almost everybody shoots it it seems quietly and uh you know there shouldn't be a lot of changes it's, it's a good company that we want to just keep going in the right direction
1: yeah and, and and as you had said you know that stuff is all made in the usa i think right. scott is down in kentucky and and mm-hmm. you had mentioned to me at ata that i guess uh your plans going forward is that Basically, that will all continue down there, and then the team mm-hmm. that you've got in place is gonna continue to to run uh scott uh largely the way that it has
0: yes yep and and it's a eight hour drive between the two companies, you know it's not bad plane plane flight, so you know they've got good people, you know we've got good people here um but yeah I, that area down there um is looking for some economic stimulation, just like most of the country seems to be, and, you know, we plan on bringing more jobs to Kentucky. You know, there's there's quite a bit of, of work, more work that they can do, even even on the elite side.
1: Yeah, talk to me a little bit about the whole, you know, sort of the business strategizing part of it. If you look at, you know, bow companies and the way that the, the market has evolved, you know, you take um, – you know, uh, a Hoyt with a Fuse line or a Botec with an Octane line. Obviously, they grew those lines, you know, sort of internally. You guys have Hmm. done it a little differently in going out and purchasing, you know, a Scott Archery, which had an established line. But what's the thinking there? I mean, do you almost have to, in today's marketplace, have, you know, an accessory line? Or, you know, is that where is the trend going? And what are the, you know, are there certain benefits to that you think that you can bring to your customers as opposed to, you know, just having folks go out and buy, you know, a site arrest from from other manufacturers.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you you look at Hoyt. Um, I mean, they're a very admirable company in so many ways. The Hoyt Easton brands are very strong. So, you know, when they do something like Fuse, it's a little. I'm not going to say it's easier or easy, but it's easier for them because they have such a huge established customer base. They have distribution, they have representation. It's a little bit, it makes more sense for them to do it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, For us, I'm not linking these two companies or three companies together. Scott and CB are gonna stand on their own. You know, the the association with Elite is only through ownership. Gotcha. You know, Scott and CB are, are their own brand, run by their own brand manager. It's a different deal. Elite sells to dealers only. And Scott sells to everybody. Gotcha. So it just we're going to keep them totally different. So my my strategy would be not to dilute the elite brand mm-hmm. by trying to muddy stuff underneath it. We're not big enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, let Scott and let those companies function on their own and and be successful on their own. So it's just a di- it's a different philosophy. But what Fuse did really worked for them. Same octane for Botec. I mean, those things make sense. You know, for us, it makes sense to, you know, have different brands.
1: Sure, sure. Well, speaking of, you know, you you talked a little bit about, uh, you know, distribution and dealer base and and marketing, sales reps, things like that. Obviously, Elite being, um, you know, a player in the market that isn't uh, quite the scale as some of those other folks – if people are listening to this and and they're intrigued and they can go to elitearchery.com, they can learn all about the answer and the other bows in your line. Tell me about your dealer base. Are you guys pretty well fleshed out in in that uh, nationwide? Will people uh, have difficulty uh, or, you know, chances are they can find an elite bow somewhere close by?
0: Yeah, we have a pretty good, we have a strong dealer base, really do. And um, it is growing. I mean, we're Obviously, there's a lot of interest in Elite and the Answer and the rest of the line. I mean, even the Tour, which we haven't talked about, has done really well as a target bow. And, you know, so we are filling in some of the gaps. But most of the people that would be listening to this probably can find an Elite bow within 20 or 30 miles of them. We have a lot of dealers.
1: And and you guys have five bows in the line this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you mentioned the Tour. You've got the Pulse, the Pure, the Hunter, were those, um, those were um, bows, like you said, you had introduced last year, and, uh, but you, did you refine those three bows at all? Yeah, we did some
0: things, we did, we're always searching to make our bow more functional, more efficient, with less parts, so giving you adjustability to each archer, say they're the size of vein they want to shoot on their, on their arrow. You know being able to adjust the cable guard in and out. Mm-hmm. well, the basically the bent cable guard rod has been around forever. Um, we have a patent pending system to lock it down in to micro adjust it basically to exactly where you want it. Mm-hmm. So we've able we've been able to streamline, simplify our system and provide all the adjustability that every archer wants. And we of course incorporated that on the new bow, the answer and then put it on the Pulse, the Pure, the Hunter, and the Tour. So there are some refinements that came forward. Um, obviously, the big thing for us, too, coming into this year was we we rebranded the company. We we have a, a new logo. We used to have a, a Scripty E mm-hmm. that I really liked, but we felt that with our leading edge and more of a hardcore hunting bow company, we wanted a little bit more of an edgy type of logo, and that's what we did. It has a deer hoof print in it, but it's it's like a it's a polished emblem, like a hood ornament on a car. You, you, know? Know, you
1: that, know, what you, you know what's funny, Pete. I had seen it many times, and I'm looking at it right now on your website. I had never jumped out at me that the deer print was like on the inside of that E. That is really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny you say that, Christian, because. We had so many people like, oh, I love the old logo, and I wish you hadn't changed it. And you know, what'd you do that for? And you'll say, "Hey, did you see the deer print in there? No, that's so cool." Yeah, You know, like, like all of a sudden they're like, "Oh wow, you know, it's a, it could be a cam, you know, it could be a bow being draw back, drawn back. It can be an e." Yeah, and it, you know, it's got a lot of things in it. It, it, it was a lot of thought and effort put into that. So with that, you know, obviously the coin, the the graphics on the limbs all changed. So the the Hunter, the Pulse, and the Pure, while the same platform, which dealers like, and customers still like the bows, there was no reason to, you know, put a bullet in them. You see that, you know, in cars, they usually keep a, a body style for three, four, sometimes five years mm-hmm. before they refresh it. Yeah. And then, you know, we come out with the signature bow, the answer, you know which has all the features it has a a different cam and module and take off angle on the limbs and it's a different bow different feeling you know but still marching down that path of bows that are fun and great to shoot yeah so
1: absolutely that's where we are and, and 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 quickly you know before we wrap up i think that i'd be remiss if i didn't quick quickly mention too, you guys do offer some some accessories direct through the elite line, you know, that would be, Mm -hmm. uh, that had been, you know, in existence prior to the Scott acquisition. You guys do some custom uh, elite branded quivers in uh, conjunction with tree limb products. And those Mm -hmm. are, if you've ever, anyone out there that's ever used a tree limb uh, quiver, those are super high quality machined uh, products with, with like probably in my opinion, especially for a whitetail tree stand hunter like me, I, I don't know, you know, if it'd be the, the the absolute best for a lot of western spot and stock but if you're a tree stand hunter man that attachment system uh is is out of sight and your stabilizers are probably the coolest looking stabilizers on the market uh just the way it's got uh i, I say it's glass i know it's not glass it's probably a custom polymer but there's like clear sections on your stabilizers and it's got mm-hmm. the elite name like probably i guess laser etched in there they're just really cool man
0: Well, you know, the thing is, we have a really good working relationship with everybody in the industry, and, you know, Stokerize stabilizers and Doinker stabilizers, we like stuff that they both did, Mm -hmm. and we approached them and said, hey, can we blend that all together? And, we, you know, we we don't hide the fact that we worked with both of them, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and we came up with a stabilizer, and then... You know, we do it. We match the camouflage and the blacks and the things that we do, the snow camo, to exactly our bow. So our accessories are extremely functional and they look nice too. Yeah. So it makes the whole thing go together. And going back to your your Western comment, we do make a two-piece quiver too. Okay. That it, that attaches the same way. So you can take it take it apart and put it in the you know, in your quiver or back in your bow case when you travel,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: you have a full-on mounted two-piece quiver, too. So, we you know, we have an affinity for the Western guys as well. Um, I think that's going to really show up in the CBE sight line,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, the things that we want to do there. So, I mean, we really, we really hunt all over the place, all over North America, really kind of all over the world. I went to New Zealand last year, and I went to Africa a few years ago, and so we test this equipment. I always say I have to test it, you know. The field, so. the field testing, field testing field is testers. tough. Right. You know, that's what.
1: Yeah, I do some of that too. As a matter of fact, I just, I was just wrapping up a feature article, and I was doing a little sidebar about some of the products that were used uh, this was a hunt i had done last year It was some prototype stuff from one of the one of the big companies in the industry and yeah i always remind my friends that they're very lucky you know pete that there's guys like you and me who are willing to make the sacrifice Mm -hmm. to leave home and to go out into the field and make sure there's quality gear to to for everybody else to use out there you know
0: Work, you know, work, 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 sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. That's what we do.
1: Hey, you know, you're a giver, you're a giver, and I'm a giver. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think we deserve a pat on the back.
0: Yeah, I, I think so, too.
1: Well, it was great spending time with you today, Pete. Uh, there's a lot to like about the elite line. You know, uh, the most common question that I get as editor of Peterson's Bowhunting, people always, I mean, it's it, without fail, what's the best bow? Every year, what's the best bow? And honestly, I mean, I tell people the only the only honest answer you can ever give to that question is I, I usually ask people another question. I say, well, what's the best food? What's the best food in the whole world? You can't mm-hmm. answer it because it's like if you have a lobster or a filet mignon or a pepperoni pizza every single one of them is awesome you can't go wrong you know
2: right and
1: there's a lot of good bows out there but what i'm trying to get at is i would definitely feel comfortable saying you know if you take the very top end of all the options that are out there on the bow marketplace today, Elite fits very nicely within that group. And if you're thinking about uh, a new rig for 2012 and you have an opportunity, you know, you obviously you always want to go out, visit a few pro shops in your area, shoot the bows that you're interested in, and when you're making your short list, visit elite, EliteArchery.com, see what they've got, and Go ahead and shoot a couple of them and stack them up with with the other bows that you're looking at, and uh, I, I would feel confident that if people do that, Elite is going to uh, garner its share of the marketplace throughout that process. Pete,
0: no, I, I would agree. We're just trying to make a like a great bow. It's our job to find what our customers like. I don't feel like we're for absolutely everybody, and then we can't chase that down. But you know, most people will give us a fair chance. Usually choose us, so that's all we can ask is that you try, and I'm just happy that anybody's into archery. I don't care what bow they buy. this is This is a small industry, and it's nice to see people bow hunting, enjoying the outdoors with their families, indoor enjoying shooting indoor archery, whether it's three d or spots. Whatever their game is, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. So we just I think we're I think we're well on our way to providing a different option. Than some of the other people out there.
1: Well, that's great, man. Variety is the spice of life, and, and as consumers, you know, you can never have too many choices. So, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, glad to glad to see and hear that you guys are are you know tasting some success and seeing the growth, and and uh, you're not too far from us. So it's nice to know that you know we're here in Pennsylvania, and just a few hours up the interstate in New York, uh, we got a, a, a good a good group of bow hunters turning out quality products. So have a great 2012. Again, thank you for your time and, uh, make sure you send me all your hero shots, uh, throughout mm-hmm. this year as you're out there with your answer, uh, putting animals mm-hmm. on the ground.
0: I-, I will do Christian. Thank you for your time.
1: Yep. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Peterson's bow hunting radio presented by Easton's hard hitting access arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's bow hunting magazine, on newsstands now.